Hey, uh, Dylan, if you uh, won a playoff game for a team that hasn't won a playoff game in a while and you're supposed to be the future of the franchise, what restaurant would you go to? Uh, I mean, that would depend on the city I was playing for. Um, I'd probably go to, like, a local place, but if I'm just talking, like, in general, uh... I'd probably go get pizza. Just yeah, just just a get a hometown slice. Yeah, I was like, if I had to do franchise, like I don't know, I was just thinking, I might just go Chick Fil A, get some sandwiches, get some fries. I know it's not a sit down restaurant, but like I'd be feeling that after a game. See, Maybe. if I was gonna go to a fast food fast food place after a game. I'd probably go to uh I'd probably go to Wendy's. Oh, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, you guys might you, guys, you can get your dessert with it, you get your frosty. Yeah, you get a frosty. Yep. You get a four for four, get a little bit of everything. Oh yeah. Man, there's a lot of good options out there. And to be wondering why we're talking about this, that's because we got NFL wildcard coverage to talk about. Some crazy, crazy games for the Super Wild Card Weekend. The second year in the row of the Super Wild Card Weekend. Some crazy stuff went down. My reactions to Last of Us. Um, and and a very, very controversial video game that should be controversial coming out. We're here. Weekly ads. Dylan, what's up? How did, how did you enjoy the, the football weekend? You know, it was... Some games were good, some games were bad. The only game I didn't watch ended up being the most exciting, I think, which was the the Jaguars coming back from being down twenty seven nothing. I think it was. Yep, yep. That's the only game I missed, and that ended up being the the best game of the weekend. I think. Yeah, I think I think so too. Um, I ended up. I think the only one I didn't watch was the second half of the Cowboys Bucks game. Oh. I don't think anyone watched the second half of that. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It was. <laughs> I it was it off after the half. Dude, too. it was. It was tough after half, and I was just like, "Yo, I'm I'm bored." <laughs> I, can't, I can't watch my boy go through that anymore, dude. It was. Sorry, Tom. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think the best way to go through. We'll just go through order of games to to kind of bring you guys through the weekend. And probably the best way to talk about it. Um, the first matchup on Saturday was Seahawks 49ers, Brock Purdy against Geno Smith. Uh, two quarterbacks that essentially began the season not knowing they were going to start. Uh, let alone in Brock Purdy's place, play a game. Uh, that was It was fun. I mean, Niners got to a hot start. I thought, I, I thought it was a national championship game all over again. A little bit because they got a field goal, they got a touchdown. It was ten to zero. I was like, "Well, the Seahawks are about yeah. to score," because it was just like feeling like that a little bit. Um, and then Seattle started coming back in the second half or second quarter. Um, got the game real close at half. I think they had a one point lead. Look at mm-hmm. my box score, and then uh, the Niners just destroyed them in the third and fourth. Third was just touchdown, but fourth quarter sealed the deal. Um. Brock Purdy did very well. He had a rough start, but he calmed down definitely in the second half. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he played great. And I mean, anyone who's saying, oh, if anyone could play well, 
with that good of a team around them. And it's like, yeah, anyone could play pretty well, but like he's still like Mr. Relevant, a rookie third string. And then he comes in at the end of the season and, uh, and does that good. It's still impressive. Nonetheless. Yeah. I, anyone, anyone down that is just, they are, they're Lamar Jackson fans. They're the same ones that Austin argued with four years ago when he said he was the youngest to lose a playoff game after being the youngest to start a playoff game, and everybody yelled at him that he was wrong, being the youngest to lose, which makes zero sense. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, that it's so weird because, yes, he got put in a good situation, but there's plenty of other guys that are in good situations that are starters, and they're not doing shit. Yeah. If we if we really want to look at the picture, it's like, yeah, hey. you're completely right, yeah. Like, a good way to look at it. You know, like there's there's other people who are in very fortunate situations who aren't doing jack. And this is the third string quarterback. Oh, he threw four TDs. Christian McCaffrey got some touchdowns, which was awesome to see. Um, Debo Samuel just doing his thing. Good at seeing healthy Debo was awesome. That play, I think it was a fourth quarter, third or fourth quarter touchdown where he ran across the field and just turned on the Jets and burned them up the sideline. Yeah. And he just outruns yeah. the whole defense. And that was, that was a cool – that was a great camera shot by, uh, I think, Fox had that game on. Um, uh-huh. Super good shot by the crew there. Um, Seahawks tried, though. I mean, they tried. I wanted Nick Bosa to step up. He got a fumble. Like, he immediately – like, I think he got a sack. I was yelling at the TV. And I was like, Nick Bosa, you better fucking step up. And then he, he got a sack. And I was like, Yes. And then he recovered the fumble at the one point. Um, scary team. 49ers, scary. Mm-hmm. Especially that fourth quarter. Like, the first quarter, like, the first half ones, you're like, okay, like they were good, but they slowed down. Second yeah. half was like, holy shit. Especially when the offense finally, like, settled. They started running, I think, better plays. Brock got his head on straight, making making his throws. Everyone was involved. Kittle, Debo, McCaffrey, the other running back. Um really cool. Really cool. They're playing very well. I think I think they might be the hardest team to beat. Yeah, I mean putting forty one on the board too. Forty one twenty three was the final score of that one. Um now we go on to the game the game you missed. Chargers Jaguars. This this goes back to our question at the beginning of the episode because Trevor Lawrence won the game. Jaguars won thirty one to thirty. And he went to a Waffle House after. And now he's he's the man. He's the people's man, the man of the people. He's one of the boys. <laughs> um eating his waffle after. Oh, really good on him. This game was nuts. Like Chargers started off. Trevor Lawrence threw four interceptions, y'all. <laughs> four. Like it, and literally, like, the Chargers put 27 on the board in the first half. It looked like it was all but over. Um, And he was throwing, like, bad picks, too. Like, one was across the middle of the field, tipped up by the receiver, and safety caught it. Like, the usual middle-of-the-field bullshit. But, like, he threw some that were close proximity of, like, the line, short receivers, and then gave the Chargers great field position to score on. So they only had to go, like, 30 yards for a score twice. Oh, they put the 27 on. Jags got a touchdown, I believe it was right before half. Oh, so a little momentum and then came out in the second half because the defense was playing strong for the Jags. They did stop the Chargers mm-hmm. multiple times, but the turnovers were just yeah. 
horrendous. Like just cost so costly. Um mm-hmm. they got going, Trevor Lawrence started making his throws, defense made some plays. Um key key play of the game, key drive of the game though. There was a they got a sack on Justin Herbert, the Jags did. And then during the celebration, like the guy who was behind the dude who sacked Justin Herbert, because they blew the whistle with him standing up, in celebration he pushes Justin Herbert down. <laughs> and Gets a penalty for it, right? And it's like, you idiot. Gives them a first down. They drive down the field. The defense stepped up and stopped them. And that's the field goal that they missed. Now, if the Chargers make this field goal, if you add it to the points total, it gives them 33. It means the Jags would have had to score a touchdown to win the game if everything holds off the same. Um, Luckily, it was enough they did it. But the Jags kept fighting. Uh, final drive to lead to the game-winning field goal. They end up in a fourth and one. Actually, before that, I want to shout out Trevor Lawrence. He did the coolest touch, like a touchdown thing that happens. I, I it should happen more is he jumped in the air and like reached over because they were only inches away from the goal line. Mm-hmm. It stuck the ball above the bodies of the defense because everyone was still low. Like he QB snug, like took the snap and then just reached out, crossed the line, touchdown. Doesn't happen enough. Now you have to be really close for it to work because his arm, whatever his arm span is, you know, probably like yeah. two feet or whatever. But it worked, and this is actually a uh, a foreshadow into something we'll talk about in another game. Um, so that was really cool. But the final drive, they're on fourth and one. They didn't. I, I think they they got like eight yards, and then they I think they passed and it didn't work, and they tried running fourth and one. They call timeout. They come back out. ETN and the two other running backs, I believe, are all behind uh, Trevor Lawrence. They think you're going to sneak. They pass it off to ET, hand off to ETN out of the backfield. He he goes right, but then it looks like it's cut off. So he bounces all the way outside, and he's just running and goes all the way like forty yard run or something. Gets all the way like the twenty. Maybe it was like thirty yards, but it's like he gets to the twenty, and they were on like the fifty. And they need a field goal to win. It was the coolest shit. I held my breath. I couldn't breathe. I thought that shit was just done. Especially when he couldn't make it. Um, come out. Kicker kicks a field goal. Just in most the most dramatic fashion. If kickers could kick stuff dramatically, he did it. Because he kicked it and it starts going right. It starts going right. And I it, it had to be inches from the pole. By the time it made it through. So, like, talk about fucking on your, like, edge of your seat stress like did he make it did he make it like fuck because he almost missed it um jags though huge upset over charger chargers fall apart can't do anything um but also in part we wanted jaguars fans are very thankful for joey bosa who on one play got so pissed off that he took his he, he supposedly he was held and i think it was on the the reach over touchdown maybe or maybe it was another one but he takes his helmet off and throws it down in the middle of the field. Like he's on the active playing wheel, and then he gets a penalty for unsportsmanlike, which was the second of the game. So somehow both Bosa's made plays on the day, but only one benefited his team. <laughs> the other one, uh, he helped out the other team a lot. Oh. Well, that shows it shows incredible resolve of Trevor Lawrence to have a terrible first half and then come back in the second half and play that way. 
Oh, for sure. I wonder if Doug Peterson walked up to him and was like, you remember when LSU kicked your ass in the national championship game? Do you, you want to go through that again? I saw a funny meme that said uh, Trevor Lawrence is still undefeated on Saturdays. <laughs> yeah, so, oh yeah, because every playoff game he lost was on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like Monday or, or, or the Monday championship games. Yeah. Cause Monday he would have lost to LSU. Uh, he beat Alabama national championship. And then he lost to Ohio state, I believe in that 2020 to 21 one Mac Jones and Alabama yeah, were on the other side. Maybe of that it. was on Saturday. I don't remember. No, that, that one might have been, that one might have been a Friday one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that shows, uh, I mean, he has resolve. It shows good coaching by Doug Peterson. So, I mean, the the question is at that point, did, did the Jags come back and win the game or did the Chargers lose the game? I think, so that's a good question. And that brought me back to my thoughts that I took that I didn't write down this week like I should have, like a respectable podcaster. Um, I think the Jags were the better team going into it. I really do. The, the Chargers had one more win, but I think the Jags played up to their standard of football in the second half. Because I really think if they didn't make those mistakes, like if Trevor Lawrence wasn't throwing four picks in the first half, mm-hmm. it would have been a different game the whole time. Because yeah. the the Jags it, defense it might have looked like the Seahawks 49ers game. Yeah, because the Jags defense was stopping them. Yeah. Like they were just giving the Chargers extra possessions because of the turnovers. So like then the defense has to come back onto the field. You know, they didn't get a break. They got, you know, essentially a three and out worth of break. And then <laughs> maybe less, right? And then get back onto the field and try stopping, you know, the Chargers offense, which is still a good offense, but I just think those those interceptions were costly, mm-hmm. you know, and I think the Jags second half is the team that it was, is that this offense can play good football. The defense is a good defense, like surprisingly. Um, but I guess, and I think it's, it's good coaching. I think they just stepped up to it. Um, and now they got to play the chiefs. So, uh, Fred say with the 49ers, 49ers are going to play the, uh, Cowboys, but we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, the Jaguars are playing the Chiefs, who had a first round bye. That's gonna be a tough game, tough game for them. They just gotta believe in themselves and you know cover Travis Kelsey when he comes off the line after blocking. <laughs> you, if you can do that, you could beat the Chiefs because that takes away the quick out. Patrick Mahomes likes going to um, Sunday morning. Dolphins Bills. Dolphins playing third string quarterback. Bills, Josh Allen start the game rolling like the Limp Biscuit song. Just rolling, 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 ah, and get a lead going. But then all of a sudden, the Dolphins just get turnovers and, and, and shit starts happening. They're getting touchdowns. They put 17 points in like three minutes, something like that. It was crazy. With a third string quarterback. Um, then they battled in the second half a little bit. And ultimately, the Bills come out as winners. 34-31. I can't believe I'm saying that. 
I actually started cheering for the Dolphins a little bit, but at the same time, I was like, no, 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 because there's no way the Dolphins can beat the Chiefs if they meet in the championship game. And the Bills need to win. Bills need to win. I like Josh Allen. I like the Bills. They need to win. Um, what'd you think of that game? Well, I mean, they play in the same division, so they had already faced each other twice in the year. So I think anytime like you face a team multiple times, uh, you you know the team, mm-hmm. so you're better prepared for them. So even though the Dolphins are starting their third string quarterback, they still know the Bills. They still know their weaknesses. Uh, they've played against them twice, and you know that's just one of those things that can happen. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think that's like a negative on the Bills at all. And I, I think it was just a hard five victory against a, a uh, against a divisional rival. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's just that's just NFL. That's just sports with the Dolphins scoring points and stuff. Um, I think there's a couple points like Josh Allen threw an interception, a couple interceptions within five passes through two picks. That's tough. Um, at the same time, though, like for the Dolphins, oh. Uh, what was it, Skyler Thomason? Skyler was dude's name Skyler. He was throwing good passes to his guys. They were dropping them. Jalen Waddle mm-hmm. had like three drops. Tyreek Hill had a drop. Uh, the running back even on some checkdowns drops. Like he he was throwing great balls. Like you know you see those backups come in and they throw shitty balls that no one's catching. Like he yep. was throwing good balls and the guys were just dropping them. And I think that would have changed how that first quarter went. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, too, because they. I think they would have gained some yards, or at least not given the Bills the ball back so quickly. Um, but it was it was fun to watch. Worst thing about that game, though, what the hell was going on with the coaching staff on the Dolphins? Multiple times having they used all their timeouts in the second half on shitty third and ones, or third and sevens, or third and tens to avoid the penalty for delay a game because they weren't like they weren't getting their calls to the guy. Um, I don't, I don't know. Is I don't know if that's just a was that a helmet issue? Was it a just because he's you know the backup that he you know didn't know what the count was or whatever or yeah, because one he he was definitely calling the plays off the wristband, so he was getting mm-hmm. like T seven hit like battleship trying to call the plays. Um, but like I read the article that said like uh. Dolphins coach, I almost want to say McDaniel's. That, that's not his name, right? Yeah, it's another McDaniel's. Yeah, he yeah, another, uh, yeah. he said that the one situation was on him because he thought they had a first down, and then they didn't, so they had the wrong play call in on a fourth and one somewhere, and then which might even have been the last one, but there was one, and maybe it was that last one, but there was the one where. Uh, there was an injury timeout, so there was additional time to get a play in, and then they still ran out of time for the delay of game. And I think it was the final play of the game they had. And it was like, yo, this is the six or like it feels like it happened multiple times. Yeah. Even though they used all their timeouts, but it's like, you know you have a third string starting quarterback. Just pick a play and stick with it. Mm-hmm. Get your personnel right and go like right yeah. away at the twenty five second mark. Oh what the moment that play's done, you should have the next play lined up just to do it. To give your guy time. Because it's not like he's calling audibles. You know, he has no idea. You know, I'm not discrediting him. 
But I doubt mm-hmm. in his mind he's looking for who's probably going to blitz and run the play, um, which is what he was trying to do. And multiple times he had like three seconds out in the play clock by the time he hike, got to the line to hike the ball anyway. Um, so I blame the Dolphins coach and staff for a little bit of the maybe turmoil that they got put into. Yeah. Oh. I don't disagree with that. Because that was, that was a tough look. That was a tough look, I think, on the, on the staff. Especially with the, uh, you know, guy's second time playing mm-hmm. an NFL game and it's a playoff game. Yeah, but he still did good. I don't. Kid did great. He got it. He's probably gonna have a bench job somewhere, or at least stay on the Dolphins, maybe. Hmm. Um. But yeah, I, mean, I was just looking. I was looking real quick and uh, to to remind myself. So the, their first matchup, the Bills lost nineteen to twenty one. Yep. Their second matchup. The Bills uh, won twenty nine to thirty two, so I mean both games that they had this season were close games. Yeah, and so I, it's it's really not surprising that this one was also close. And I don't think Tua played this second game. No, I don't think. I think so. that was Bridgewater in at that time. So, yeah, they were both close. Yeah, and then surprisingly, another three point game. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think. No, I think Bass. No, this wasn't by a field goal. This just so happened to be three point spread. Um. The first game was the game-winning field goal by the Dolphins, uh, which was cool. I don't know. I, I really wonder what this game would have been like if Tua was playing. Um, I also can't help but wonder if Bridgewater was playing, but it was still exciting. Um, mm-hmm. As for the Bills, uh, Cole Beasley got involved, had a couple big catches down the stretch, big touchdown catch. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Everybody else just kind of, I don't know. Stephon Diggs was doing his thing. Gabriel Davis was doing his thing. Josh Allen, when he was making his throws, was doing his thing. So there's not really a lot of, like, highlights there because those guys were just doing what they usually do with highlight plays. But Cole Beasley stepped up a bit. Knox stepped up good as a good tight end. Um, yeah. Exciting to see uh, who they face. But we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Um. Uh, Giants Vikings Giants won thirty one twenty four Vikings blew it. Um, what what do you got on that? I don't think the Vikings blew it. I think that showed the major, uh, the it showed how capable Kirk Cousins is. Mm-hmm. Not like we needed to know anyway, but I just feel like watching that game, especially. He's just not able to read defenses that well. Yeah. It's just you give him the play and he's going to do the play. I mean, the last play of the game, he he throws it three freaking yards. Yeah. <laughs> and when they need to get like four more after that, after the catch, and then it's just like that's that's your last play of the game. Like that's just stupid decision-making. Yeah. Part of me wonders if that's that auto, like, auto thing where you got to be aware of the situation, but you also can't be like, okay, check down because everybody's covered. Oh, yeah. I do think the play call itself was weird. I think, like, when they lined up, I was like, okay, Jefferson Johnson, obviously slant route, middle of the field, draw the linebacker away with Hodgkin doing the same thing he's doing, but hopefully get Jefferson in the middle of the field to throw him the ball. Like, that should have been the play no matter what. I don't know where Jefferson ended up at, or even Thielen in the middle field, but one of those two guys. Yeah, it should have been a better drawn-up play. But yeah, but even to have Hodgson run a route that was shorter than the first yard line was stupid. No one should have been sh- shorter than no, that line. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I think some one of the two big boys 
best receivers you got, but should have been a throw in the middle of the field. So yeah, I I think I think maybe that is the limit of Kirk Cousins is that um, if he's not there, the Giants defense, dude, Daniel Jones was running his ass off that first quarter, mm-hmm. like seventy yards rushing. I think he had. Yeah, and I mean that that doesn't even feel like a lot because it feels like he had so much more because he's just getting first down after first down. Um, Giants stepped up big. Uh, the funny thing is, uh, Brian Dobell, because I forgot his name. I see it on my screen. Uh, he rested a bunch of guys the last week, uh, against the Eagles. So a lot of their guys were kind of fresh and obviously it showed, um, they did what they needed to do. Vikings just mm-hmm. kind of fell short, unfortunately, especially that end. Cause they only got that field goal at the end and that would have been a difference maker a little bit too. Yeah. They had some touchdowns. Um, obviously, they still had to score again, but Dan- Danny Dimes, a quarterback from Duke. Who would have said that? Quarterback from Duke leading a team <laughs> to the playoffs and, like, doing good. Um, that's cool to see him. I like this. I like these quarterbacks being good that aren't supposed yeah. to be good. I like that. It's good. Yeah. I mean, it's good for the game. I like all these head coaches. Some new, face, some new faces. Yep. Some people. Um, I do like this coaching matchup, though. I like cause I like uh, the Giants coach. He's been fun all season to watch and his antics. And then uh, the Vikings coach is fun, too. Um, but, yeah, you definitely wonder if a quarterback change for the Vikings now is going to be what they need. Ooh, maybe Could Derek, we see Derek Carr? a repeat and Aaron Rodgers goes to the Vikings? Dude. I was just thinking Derek Carr, but I forget this whole Aaron Rodgers. I forget this drama exists because, like, last year's was so wondering, and we talked about all summer, and then he just signed with the Packers again and made Devontae Adams leave. But, like, yeah, because you think about this, it's like, well, yeah, you don't get to throw Devontae Adams, but Justin Jefferson's, like, younger and possibly better, argumentatively, according to how you want to look at it. Oh. Thielen's no Thielen. slouch either. No, Thielen is exactly what Aaron Rodgers wants. A guy that knows his routes, knows where to go, yeah. knows yeah. how to get open. Those are his favorite guys. Um, and then if Hodgkins stays, you got your tight end. And then Delvin Cook, obviously, at running back. It could be a – that could be – the defense is better. Yeah, I mean, that could be interesting. That, that could be very interesting. Dude, that would be funny as shit. He just moves north. That, that that would be weird. I mean, he he could still own Chicago. Exactly. Yeah. Doesn't like he just be trying to you just be beating him in a different uniform. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. In a weird way, I want that to happen. Some players, um, like like Tom Brady, like uh, they want to face and beat every team. Yeah. He just wants to beat the Bears. Yeah. He wants to make in sure he, every team's jersey. Yeah, because he goes to Vegas. He's not gonna. He'll play the Bears once every like four years or whatever, three years. Like that's no fun. He gets he goes to the Vikings. He can play them twice a year. <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's like that meme with the eyes glowing. <laughs> I could go to a team with good receivers. And it's Vince, uh, Vince McMahon, and it's evolving like good receivers, good running back. Good defense. I get to play the Bears twice a year. Like, oh man, just trying to think of Rodgers in purple, purple and gold. He's leading the skull chance. Hell, he starts chewing skull. Yeah. 
<laughs> he just like he quits the mushrooms and the shrooms and all that and just like just starts dipping slamming bush lights and shit takes the Minnesota culture in oh man oh shoot I was now I gotta download Madden and switch quarterbacks see what happens um you got anything else on that no not much I mean you know that they were my pick to yeah. go all the way. And it wasn't a true, like, oh, I'm, I'd put money on them, but it was just, like, my meme, like, yeah, yeah. They, they could go if they were all playing really well, but obviously Kirk Cousins just doesn't – he doesn't he, have he what it takes himself. to play at that yeah. next level. We we wondered all season, going 13-4, like, maybe Kirk can do it, maybe Kirk do it, and then, like, this happens. Which that drive that led to that field goal too, it was kind of a it was a mix of play calling and Kirky being Kirky, and it was just like ah, that might be it. But they still went thirteen and four. They were my sleeper pick to go all the way. I didn't think they yeah. were going to go thirteen and four and win the North though. The Packers took that away from me, but uh, they were my sleeper, and that's obviously done. But that's a that's an interesting watch for next year, whether it's Rodgers or Carr. I think even Derek Carr could do really good there. Um. Who now? Someone who uh, still trying to get paid. Lamar Jackson's Ravens. Tyler Huntley played the Bengals Sunday night. A uh, rematch of the previous week's games. Uh, Bengals kind of got going. Ravens started coming back. Um, I was a little bit sleepy. I went to bed, but I turned it on on my phone so I could watch it with the peacock and. Uh, the one play I see, I see the Ravens on the goal line, and they think they are gonna do a little reach over, i.e., Trevor Lawrence style. Tyler Huntley jumps over, reaches, ball gets knocked out by Wilson the linebacker. Who catches it? Sam Hubbard, the defensive end, starts running down the field, doing it for Harambe. Running, running, running. Ninety-eight yard fumble return I for a touchdown. I was gonna say earlier. <laughs> That's why dudes don't do that as often as, yeah. as we'd like to see for that very reason. Yeah, yeah. But here, here's the difference between the two. Like, we, if we had like a overlay, if we had a video podcast, we still want to do this because I have no idea how to do that. I got to have John Boy Media teach me. If we overlay him, Trevor Lawrence was like inches, like a fourth and like inches, inches type of thing. Yeah. To where his arm reached, and I mean, he had a full like ball length and half an arm over where, the goal where line. Where if you just reach your arm, yes. you're gonna make it. Yeah, yeah, it was literally like half of his arm and the ball were over the goal line, no question, no doubt, no doubt. Tyler Huntley was damn near one yard away, like a full thirty six. Like he reached over, like they showed the sky cam because who was it? I think Collinsworth was on the call with Mike Tirico. And they go, they go. Let's see if he crossed the line. No, he's way short. And they're like, nope. Because Tyler Huntley's like, I did it, I did it. And then you like look at the camera, and you just see a big splotch of green behind the lineman, and no football. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, that's that's the wrong way to do it. Because that, that's what I say. Like, if you're if you're super close, like Trevor Lawrence style, that could work. But like, that's damn near too far to do that shit. Um, the running back for the Ravens was pissed. Interviewed after the game, he's like, I should have had the ball there, and that's 100 percent accurate. He should have. Um, this is what ultimately gave the Bengals the lead. It was super cool. Uh, Mark Andrews almost chased Sam Hubbard down, though. 
because they had yeah. they, they had yeah. the goal line offense in. So like Sammy Watkins, all the fast receivers weren't on the field for the Ravens. So like Mark Andrews was flying. Like that dude was had heart, man. Like good job on him to try to stop Hubbard. Mm. And then they almost gave a penalty, almost a block in the back, trying to like block him because he was getting close. And then they kind of like touched him and he kind of falls over. And I was like, yeah. fuck, there's the block in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like this got negated. Oh, what you did it. So, I mean, that was really cool. Stadium was going wild. Awesome. Oh, I, I have a most disappointed. I have a bigger disappointment for the Ravens than that. But do you got any takes on the game? Or are you? Do you know the most disappointing point of the Ravens? Uh, I mean, I think my disappointment is more in the Bengals. Mm. Bengals mm-hmm. and Joe Burrow did not play as good as I thought they should have. And if you look at the stats of the game, uh, the Ravens did better than the Bengals in pretty much every category. Yeah, I think he nearly. got sacked four or five times. Besides uh, third down efficiency. Um, Total yards, passing yards, rushing yards, yards per play, first downs. Like the Ravens as a team played better than the Bengals, um, and I think that could be a bad sign uh, for for their upcoming matchup. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. And we'll, talk, and we'll talk about that later. I think but. part of it is like this is the second time, like just like the Miami Buffalo situation. Mm-hmm. This is their third matchup of the year. They literally just played Sunday the week before. Yeah. So you're seeing all these motherfuckers again, and you're just like, God damn it. Yep. Uh, in the same place. I believe they played them. Did they play them in Bengals or did they play them in the Ravens? No, I think they played them in Baltimore last week. Um, But, yeah. No, I think they played them in Bengals. Either way, yeah, I agree with you. Like, Bur- Burrow got sacked too many times. Ravens started doing, like, good football. Surprisingly, um, it was all there. But my disappointment, my disappointment comes down to the final two minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. When Baltimore got past the two-minute warning, they get a first down, and then at the minute 38 mark, they huddle to get to a next play. And then at 55 seconds, they got a first down. And what did they do? They huddled, and they wasted 20 seconds huddling. Yeah, you can't do that. And they had two timeouts there, and they didn't use them. So what happened? They wasted those 20 seconds. Then... They, I think, got eventually a first down, so it was something in goal. And then you just see the clock ticking. They keep trying to throw it. Then there's a penalty, a false start, so the Ravens are moving backwards. Like, the final play of the game, they had seven seconds, and it was a, it was fourth and goal, but they were on the 25 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, insane clock management that I would not expect. But I, I'm trying to remember, is, is that Harbaugh a shitty clock manager, though? Because I feel like this is the first time he's done something like that. But it's been a while since the last time he has. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really can't remember. But I mean that that that, that goes on at the end of the day. That that has that's on the coach. Yeah. Because I mean, I was yelling. Like, at when TV. you get to the when you get to the second the ten second mark and you see they're not getting down and getting set and like where you like you need to you just call that timeout. Yeah. Because like they literally you like know. like they were there and then they're like huddle huddle and then like. Then, Collinsworth, I think, was having a stroke, man. He's like, what, 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 what are they huddling for? Like, like, what are you huddling for? You got 55 seconds, and you got 20 yards or whatever. Like, do it. Like, you can't waste time. And essentially, I think, you know, that unfortunately led to a lot of shit. And 
to use their timeouts and the, you know, meaningless basically. And, uh, the Ravens almost had a chance though. They threw a Hail Mary ball where Tyler Hartley was running away from everybody and then had to hurry up and get set and just throw it gets tipped. And, uh, the one receiver made a dive and attempt at it. If you would have mm-hmm. caught it, it would have been cool. Cause I would have loved an overtime playoff game. That would have been cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, and now obviously, and then again, Lamar Jackson was hurt. I wonder how the rest of their season would have went if Lamar was playing. And then we wonder if he's going to get his bag this offseason. Which, uh, maybe he should. But I'm, I'm glad he's rested and getting healed, though. I'm glad he didn't play to get hurt. Uh, so well, is RG3. One thing that um, I saw Robert Griffin say something about, yeah, he yeah. said, you know, he said that, like, I pushed myself back because that's what you do. You, you know you tape mm-hmm. it up and, and you go out and play. And I, and I like severely shortened my career because of that. And so Lamar doing that, like he's doing the right thing. Yeah. And well, especially like, let's be honest, this Ravens team, like, yeah, they won 10 games, but like the receiver core sucks now, mm-hmm. you know, like when Sammy Watkins is playing, like nothing against Sammy Watkins, but like now Sammy Watkins, who was like, got kicked off another team. Like he was in green Bay to start the season. He's on the team now is one of your receivers that you're bringing in because your receivers all suck. Like when Mark Andrews is your guy, I still can't believe they traded Hollywood Brown uh, to Arizona. That's still one of those big questionable things. Um, But other than that, like, I don't know if I would have wanted to try getting to the Super Bowl with this team. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, if you're looking at it, yeah, like I don't like even in the back of your mind, you have to say like the team isn't that good. Yeah, yeah, to compete with with the top teams in the league. So yeah, like defensively they were there, but like offensively it was a struggle all year. Even when Lamar was playing, um, because they were like they I think they started the season hot, but then just like they did, yeah, like just watching a balloon sink. Um, but. Cowboys and Bucks played Monday night, and the Cowboys just destroyed the Bucks. There's not, there's not a whole lot to say there. Um, I think the the key point of that game is Tom Brady's interception at the end zone mm-hmm. in like the first quarter, and it was just like it was from that moment on that you just. It's like whenever they talk about a, like a crazy stat, is always when it gets fucked up. Like they were talking, literally talking about like five minutes beforehand, how like he, it was like four hundred some red zone. Without mm-hmm. a pick, and like Tom Brady had the record, and then he throws a, a pick in the red zone. It's like you guys jinx the hell out of him. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I now I will say this: like as far as the Cowboys go, I like Dalton Schultz as a tight end. He had two touchdowns. Cool for him. Um, Dak actually played good, which is good for the Cowboys' sake. Um, I still don't know how the Cowboys are America's team and, like, the most popular franchise in the NFL with as much failure as they had. But they have the fight, and maybe that's it. I don't know. This, I'm not deep diving into it, but it's crazy. But they played good football. The Bucks played horrible football. Oh, mm-hmm. always get to move on. I, I don't know. There's not much to say. Tom's either going to retire. I think he should. If he goes to the Raiders, you know, is he going to play better? I don't know. Like, the right thing now, is, for, for Tom... I think for Tom to go to another team, they have to be like stacked. Like, that's why well, I feel yeah. like, and I like, don't, I don't think the Raiders the, are stacked. The Vikings could be an option. You know, yeah, I don't know yeah. what cap space issues and whatever, but the Vikings are an option where he could go and 
have a really good team around him. Well, I but, mean, I was going to say real quick, talk about cap space. Tom Brady wants the bag now because he lost all his money in FTX. So he wants the bag. <laughs> and he needs that money now. And, the, and don't, don't forget the divorce. And the divorce, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he wants that Lamar money. Him and Lamar are doing the same thing. He's about to text him and be like, bro, we got to stay strong. Don't just sign with them if they, it's not guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go in all the way. Do you think he's like texting uh, – Giselle right now and he's like I'm sorry baby you were right <laughs> take me back Daddy's he's trying to text Gronk trying to get on those ARP commercials man Man, he's like I'll kick a field goal in the Super Bowl for 10 million dollars <laughs> you know the payout uh, and that's, that's an interesting real quick he's like Gronk is according to what FanDuel they're sponsoring it that I'm assuming there's two bets Gronk makes the field goal you win money Gronk misses the field goal you get money and they're doing like $10 million in payouts, so whichever side you bet on. But he's got to kick a field goal at halftime at the Super Bowl uh, with Rihanna at the halftime show. Wasn't it going to be Taylor Swift, or am I crazy? I don't remember. Like, Didn't they announce months ago that Taylor Swift was the halftime show, and now it's Rihanna? Or Rihanna? I don't want to say that. That's one of those things that sounds familiar, but it might just be because you're saying it. Yeah, or the, there's a glitch in the Matrix, and this is the Mandela effect, and someone stepped on a goddamn butterfly. Huh. I mean, I, either way, shit, I'll, I'll do some Rihanna over Taylor Swift, though, for a halftime show. Um, But uh, either way, uh, yeah, Tom Brady, I think, I think he should take the back, or at least take the year off and just rest. And see if he really wants to play again by talking football. Because it's not like a team won't sign him because it's Tom Brady. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's got that kind of... he he He's kind of got the same card as Gronk, where I think regardless of Tom bringing Gronk to Tampa, Gronk still would have... If he came back, he would have got signed somewhere. Like, a smart team move would be to, like, draft a quarterback who you have see some potential in. Yeah. Uh, or have, or if you just drafted a guy, get Tom Brady and just have your young guy study under him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah. That, for could, sure. that would just be enough, you know. To you, that would be worth it enough. You see, you uh, know? he goes, he goes to the Titans, so it's the first player to be coached by a fellow teammate. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I don't know. Maybe that's happened, but I'm actually, I don't know because I don't think any players played as long as Tom Brady. So, they've, I think anyone's. Played still, they've either retired or whatever. Unless someone was just like a receivers coach or something, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like a small position. But him and Rabel being like, ah, like that'd be funny as shit. Then they play the Patriots and beat them. And, so I just looked it up, and you're right. Taylor Swift was asked, okay, but she she said that she wanted to work on her album and finish it. But then other reports are saying because she has a contract with Coca-Cola and oh, the yeah, event it's a Pepsi sponsored by Pepsi, yeah. that yeah. it would be like a conflict. So Yeah, no, that, that, that's it. That's the one. You work on her album. It's one show. It's not a tour. The fuck? The fuck? No, uh, yeah, that's all right. That makes sense now. Um, but yeah, Jerry Jones and the boys move on. Mike McCarthy keeps his job for another week. Oh, uh, they signed a kicker. So here's the story of the folks. The kicker missed four out of five extra points on the night. 
that dude sucks. That was insane. Like, I watched the first one, Miss. Watched the second one. And then, uh, missed the third one. And I was like, holy shit. And then I saw that he missed the fourth one. I was like, are you kidding me? Um, and then he finally made the fifth. I know Dak was pissed. I think after he missed the second one, and said, fuck it. And let's just go for two points. Cause like points matter. It's a playoff game. Um, luckily for them, the bucks were playing like shit and couldn't do anything. So they, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Had nothing to worry about, you know. Mm-hmm. But <sighs> well, that well, that's that. Yep. So we got our divisional round this weekend. We got Jaguars Chiefs. Um, sounds fun. It's at Arrowhead. It's gonna be loud. It's gonna be cold. I think <sighs> Chiefs are probably gonna win. Like, yeah, man. I don't know. I want the Jaguars have to play good. Play fair, treat other kids with care. I'm thinking like 35-21. I think that the Jags, after what they just did, they said, we can play this good and score 31 points in one half. Imagine what we can do in a whole game. I think they're going to go in there with some swagger and some attitude and i think they're gonna beat the chiefs mm, so i just looked it up i thought they played this season they did jaguars won 27 to 17 yeah so i think they're gonna i, I think they're gonna play the chiefs and that was at I arrowhead think, i think they're gonna beat them oh no chiefs won chiefs won i i, I was looking at this bagger chiefs won 27 oh. to 17 at arrowhead. i think they're so i still think they're gonna beat them i think they're gonna i think the score is gonna be Fourteen to twenty-four. Okay. Ooh, I like. I see. I like. That. Okay. Jaguars winning twenty-four. Seeing that that ten-point difference. No, and I'm 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 going to keep mine just because it's playoff Chiefs. <laughs> it's playoff Chiefs. I want to. Be, I want to be proven wrong though. You know what I mean? Like I want to be prove me wrong. <laughs> I don't want to come back next week being like, hey, I fucking told you so. No, like I, I want. Think they're gonna go in. I would love the Chiefs to lose. So I don't want the Chiefs to win because the Chiefs are like a cheat code. Not that I don't like. I don't. It's not like I hate the Chiefs, but I always hate the best team, and they're the best team. Yeah, like it's it's that simple. Like unless the best team's my favorite team, then it's okay. <laughs> Fucking kill everybody. I don't care. But like, uh it it's a, the problem is is how the Chiefs win. They win so easily sometimes. Patrick Mahomes makes it look too easy, or there's just like stuff that guys aren't doing to stop them. It's like. They're not just doing the schoolyard ball that's so good. Like, there's key things, like guarding Travis Kelsey off the line so he doesn't get a first down. Oh, just, yeah. I mean, like, that's like, like you, you guard Travis Kelsey, you take away, like, half their like, fucking offense. Yeah, so, like, what are you so, doing? Like, like, oh. God, that gets me heated. But, yeah. Or, dude, but Trevor Lawrence, ETN, they go back. All of a sudden. I'm, I'm, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm riding, I'm riding sunshine right now. Okay? Dude, dude, yeah. Dude, I, uh, I feel you. We're about to go remember the Titans on their asses. Strong side. Left side, right? Uh, Strong side, left side. Yeah. Um, Giants-Eagles NFC East matchup mm. between the New York Giants oh, yeah. and the girl I talked to at the 500's favorite team, the Eagles. Um, 
Can we just mention real quick that they have three teams from all the same division in the playoffs right now? Oh, yeah. What do we got? The AFC East? Yeah, the Eagles. Or the NFC East with the Eagles, Giants, and Cowboys. Yeah. No, we we don't. Oh yeah, yeah. You're saying three or four teams. Okay, I thought you, I thought you were yeah, saying yeah. multiple divisions. I was like, who the fuck are the other one? No, no, no. Yo, but yeah, yeah. Um, that three or four made it, and they're all still in it. They're all still in it. I mean, statistically, one of those teams. I mean, statistically, that division winning is like close to fifty percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both uh, two NFC East teams can play for the championship and make it to the Super Bowl. If the 49ers don't play spoiler, like. That's insane. Um, Giants-Eagles, cool rivalry game. Third time playing this season. Um, second time, Giants resting people, as I mentioned earlier. Um, and if the Giants playing the way they are, and the Eagles kind of doing what they've done, Eagles might be in a little bit of trouble. Just a little bit. I wonder how good Jalen Hurts is going to be. I think this is a low score. I think this is 24-21. Really? I think there could be some kickers. I think there could be some problems. I think the Eagles' defense is good. I think the Giants' defense is good. Or this is going to be 65-14 Eagles. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, A.J. AJ Brown's just going to, like, just catch a ball and break tackles for 80 yards every time. Devontae Smith goes, Devontae Smith's going to go Alabama mode, Heisman winner on them. Uh, I want to see him more involved though. Every time I watch an Eagles game, he's not involved enough. It makes me mad. Like, give the dude the get the dude the rock. Yeah. Um, but him and AJ Brown, oh, God, I still can't believe the Titans trade AJ Brown. No, I'm thinking twenty four twenty one. But if it's more, you know me. I like I like shootouts. I like shootouts. What do you got? You know, I think I'm I'm still gonna roll with the Eagles. Um, they beat them both times. Oh, that was 24-21 Eagles, if I didn't make that clear. Uh, um, let me think about this. I think they're going to win 33-26. to 26. Okay. I can see I, I can easily see that. Don't ask me what what they have to score in what order to get those uh, numbers. But. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I feel it. I see. I see some field goals happen. I see some defense. Like we got some good kickers. Maybe we got two point conversions just happening for no reason. Um, I like the Eagles coach. This is another coaching matchup. I already said I like the Giants coach. I like the new Eagles coach a lot. If he wins the Super Bowl, they'll build a statue of him and Jalen Hurts outside, just like Doug Peterson and Big Dick Nick, and it's gonna be awesome. Um, I like that. I like that, though. Um, Sunday, kicking us off at 2 o'clock. Those are 3.30 and 7.15 Saturday. 2 o'clock, we got the Bengals and the Bills. They're gonna Are the Bills going to do it for DeMar? This is a rematch of the game that never got finished in week 18. And on Monday Night Football, I honestly, maybe they should just start the game. Bills up 7, or Bengals up 7, get in the ball, and we just play three quarters of football. <laughs> like this, this is start there. Um, it, it's a matchup I wanted because obviously that's how the bracket works. But it's a cool matchup because it is the unfinished game. This is it's kind of weird. There's a weird like 
aura around this game right now. It's cosmic. Um, damn. If if you're if going off of what you were saying, yeah. If the Bengals play like they did Sunday, Bills roll at least thirty-five, seventeen. I think if the Bengals play good and the Bills play good, we get thirty-five twenty-eight. Bills. Okay, I can see that. Um, but I, th- I think the Bills still take it because because of the defense. Well, because of the O line, just O yeah O line versus yeah. O line. Bengals O line letting up five sacks. Dude. The Bills mm-hmm. are looking at that right now. They're gonna be throwing blitz packages in. Um, they're gonna be doing that covered zero shit like they did against the Dolphins, which is dangerous against Josh Allen. But I think it will or against Joe Burrow. I'm I'm playing backwards right here. They play that cover zero against Joe Burrow. It could be dangerous because of Jamar Chase. And the three receivers, but I don't think the O line could take it. I think five blitzers or even six blitzers is going to get them every time. Um, but what what do you, what do you think? Uh, I think I think it'll I think it's going to be a close game because sometimes I feel like the Bills play to their competition. Mm, yeah, yeah, and they don't play as good as they can a lot of the time. Uh, I think it'll be close. I'm going to give the slight edge to the Bills because of the O-line, like you said. And I'm going to go 22 to 24. Okay. I like that. I like that. Um, Also, if Josh Allen stays grounded and plays where he needs to be and not over... Start over thing because that's what happened in Miami. Started putting too much pressure on himself. He doesn't do that. They're gonna definitely roll. Mm-hmm. Just treat it like a regular season game because you didn't finish this one. Oh, um, but when you're when you're facing Joe Cool, I mean, it just happens. Well, yeah, the 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 only, the only bad part for the Bengals is the power of Harambe won't be with them because uh, they're in Buffalo. But it did travel well to Kansas City last year because they played a hell of a game <laughs> against Kansas City. And I did not think that was going to happen at all. So, them taking down yep. the Bills is very possible. If it became Bengals-Jags AFC Championship game, holy shit. Like, Trevor Lawrence against Joe Burrow again? First <laughs> rematch since the 2019 National Championship? Cat versus Cat. Cat versus Cat. Doug Peterson. Back. I mean, think about that. That's That'd be weird because they were both Tigers. And then... It'd be, yeah, yeah, and they both got drafted by cat teams. Tiger versus Jaguar. That, that's fucking weird. <laughs> it is. I never really thought. I, I remember the Tiger and Tiger thing, but yeah, now that they are actually both still on big cat mascoted teams. But yeah, that's cool. Damn. So I, I thought about. I thought. I actually thought about something. Okay. Because I saw I saw one of my uh, my my posts I, I posted in the past on Facebook, like a one year anniversary thing. Yeah. And it was from like 2015, and it said like the past 15 seasons, 14 out of 15 seasons, uh, um, the Super Bowl had either featured Ben Roethlisberger, Peyton Manning, or Tom Brady. Yeah. The only exception was uh, the uh, Joe Flacco. And I was thinking, are Patrick Mahomes, uh, Joe Burrow, and um, Trevor Lawrence? Uh, no, not or, Trevor oh, Lawrence. Who are you thinking? Like I can't even. Oh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah. Are those are those the new? Are those the the big three in the AFC now? Do I think so? Like if we're thinking AFC, because I know like you can throw 
I know this was the first playoff to not include like the Broncos, the Steelers, and the Colts, and the Patriots for mm-hmm. the longest time. Like those four teams, that's what they talked about to begin the weekend. Yeah, and now you think about quarterback and wise, and far as the AFC goes, because in the NFC you throw Russell Wilson into that, um, with as much success as the Seahawks had in playoffs, and then all the other NFC teams have had a lot of quarterback changes when we really think about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as like the dominant like AFC guys, yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes obviously is already there. Josh Allen is now the last two years consistent and is an All Pro. Uh, Joe Burrow's already proved it. You know, the team just had to keep it, which, again, we said last week he wants to play in Cincinnati the rest of his career. That's what he said. Um, But so did Kyrie about Boston. But, you know, Um, and then I, you know, who knows what happens with the Jags and Trevor. I mean, this could be the new age of quarterbacks right here. Like this playoff is it like there's, there's no old guys in this playoff. No one. It's all young guys. There's no there's a the hell there's. You know, first or second year coaches, Eagles, second year coach, Giants, first year coach. Uh, yeah, we. I feel like with Tom Brady, you know, taking a dip. Uh, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers. I think he could still play very good. Um, yeah, if he gets on a little better team, or the Packers get some weapons for him. But it's 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 a new era. It and, seems like, and, and these are just some of them. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is in that yeah. second year phase. We don't know what the upside of Kenny Pickett's going to be. It's looking good mm-hmm. for Pittsburgh. Maybe he is. Maybe he goes on this list. Uh, who else is Mac? Mac Jones. We don't know exactly, but maybe there's a few things fixed in New England. Mac Mac attacks back, uh, and then we have you know even more quarterbacks coming next year and. Brock Purdy, uh, obviously still in the playoffs, but we have to see what happens with him. Uh, there's, there's a lot. Justin Fields, maybe. Justin hopefully. Fields, maybe if you know the Bears get going. Um, trying to think of other football. Justin Herbert with the Chargers, like he's no joke. Like, yeah, you know, there's just some faults that have happened on these teams with the organizations. But there's a lot of. I think there's a group of young guys that are going to make the playoffs consistently, and then there's a group of guys who aren't just because the teams are going to be so competitive. Mm-hmm. You know that that's, that's what I switching think. Spots, and that's why I say Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and are, are and the Joe big Burrow. three consistent boys. Those those seem like the guys who are like taking the mantles. Yeah, and I would love to see Kenny Pickett succeed. I don't know. I'm feeling the Steelers lately. Just feeling them. Um, and then their final game of the night: Cowboys Niners. I think Niners roll. I don't know if the Cow Tampa Bay didn't play that well. But the but the Cowboys played a great game to go into next week. But I think Niners roll twenty eight fourteen. Yeah, that's just full prediction. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Cowboys offense just plays like shit. Like I'm going off of that defense <laughs> just disrupting them. Dak can't you know isn't finding guys. The run game's not going because of Joey Bosa or or Nick Bosa. Sorry, Ron Bosa. Um, and that line just. You know, get them. The 49ers line stays good. Christian McCaffrey's running. Debo's just just running everywhere. He's just not – he just never stops running, you know, just a lot of running. Um, or it could be like maybe 28-21. I don't know. It, I'm, I'm going to go 49ers, 41-35. Ooh, okay. That See, I'm trying not to big shootouts, but this motherfucker's like 40, 40. – I think I – think, 
I could be. It could be a shootout. It could be. That could be a fun one though. Like if that is an offensive battle, I wouldn't mind it because there's a lot of high-profile players on that team. Yeah. Between the Cowboys receiving core, between all the players in the 49ers, like. But I think I think you could easily be right because 49ers are just so balanced on every facet of the ball. Yeah, and I, I I think I think Seattle and Pete Carroll just have that to give the Niners that trouble that they did. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Cowboys can do that same thing. Micah yeah. Parsons is on that defense, but I just don't know if it's the same level. Oh. But that's all I got for football. That's all I got for football. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, I'm excited though. I'm excited. I can't wait to watch these games. See how it goes down. Um. So it was on Sunday night. I watched it Monday. I watched The Last of Us. First episode. It was a. It was almost a ninety-minute episode. If all the episodes are ninety minutes, I could get behind that. Just in the amount of maybe like content, and we talked mm-hmm. about how like could they do the whole first season in it? They could if they do ninety-minute episodes. Yeah. Um. The episode, so here, in, in content of episodes, I'm not going to throw a lot of spoilers in there. They The episode ends with them leaving the city. They leave Boston. So that's where the episode ends. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's pretty decent in amount of time for yeah. an episode. Uh, maybe so if they do in eight or nine episodes, whatever we said the one day, like that could move along enough maybe to end a season. I think it very well could if you keep it concise and you follow the story and, and stuff, you definitely could do it in one season. And I kind of hope they do. Yeah. Don't drag it out. Yeah, they do. Like I want to, I want the, I want to see the ending that everybody knows and loves because everybody's watched the scene on YouTube. I want to see that at the season finale, which I think they shown a still that I'm pretty sure is from, or in like a trailer, like what's coming, or mm-hmm. if you've seen the trailer, I think yeah. there is a scene that is the uh, Joel going rage mode and killing everybody. Pretty sure that that was in there. Um, but I liked it. They did a lot of world building, a lot of like getting in the mood of this this world that they're in and stuff. Um, it was cool. I, I mean, I actually kind of looking forward to seeing what happens next. Here's here's the uh, golden question. Okay. Uh, you watched the first episode. Yep. Is is there any wokeism present in the show? No. I think the only one would be if you want to talk about the casting of Joel's daughter. Yeah. Where they race yeah. swapped her. But, again, that might not be a race swap thing. Maybe she just went into the audition thing and they were like, you know what, she seems like a pretty good actress. She is British, so she tricked me with her accent because she's British, because at the end of the episode, I just played through the credits because I want to see if there was a secret scene. And uh, they uh, did a behind-the-scenes look on the episode like HBO does, mm-hmm. if you know if you usually watch HBO shows. And uh, she's British. That surprised me. I didn't see that coming. But I no, when you watch a show and you don't think they're British, and then they end up being British. Yeah. F- fucking all of Disney's Power Rangers. The, the first time I realized Charlie Hunnam from yeah. Sons of Anarchy was British, I was like, what the F? Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, my most surprising was is in Strike Back, the two guys who were the main leads in the f- four seasons of that, or the first mm-hmm. three seasons, whatever you, however you want to word it. Um, the one guy ended up being British who was American, 
and the British guy in the show is American. <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. So like <laughs> when I looked that up, I was surprised by that, and I was like, man, he's got a. I was like, damn, they got good accents. Uh, that was always that was always funny when I found that out. Um, but no, like there was, I don't think there was any time for wokeism in it. To be honest, like good, that's good. Because well, actually, so the character of Maribel is black in the game, right? I think so. I'm assuming so because I actually think they have. If I'm remembering correctly, yeah. I haven't played the game since... Or Marlene, Marlene. I said Maribel, but Marlene. Yeah, yeah. yeah I haven't played the game since it originally came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we were talking about. I haven't done any replays of it. Um, but, yeah, I mean... I mean, if you really think about it, technically, Pedro is technically a race swap of Joel. Yeah. I mean... But, but he's but, not, like, super... I was going to say super Hispanic. <laughs> like, hey, well, it's, again, it's, but, it's one of the... As long as they're not doing... I mean... I, I don't think they should ever do it, but as long as they're not doing it for woke woke purposes, woke purposes. Yes, yeah, exactly. And and but he has he's a, a good actor. Yeah. So it's like okay, I yeah. can get behind it. I and honestly, like with the, I again, I'm used to his voice and being a lot of stuff. I think he's great as the Mandalorian. I so I like that show a lot. Um, he, uh, lost my train of thought for a second. He's got the accent. He has that little Texas flair in the voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, he brings that to it, too. Um, the facial hair looks good. Like, even though he doesn't have, like, the full beard facial hair, he has, like, the line facial hair with how it grows, but it still looks good on him um, and whatnot. And he has the accent, and I think I think it did really good from, like, at least, you know, gameplay videos I've seen, cutscenes, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what else happens in the show. Uh, how do the uh, the clickers look? So we haven't ran into a we've we haven't seen a clicker that's been fully like mutated. Uh, okay. Yeah, we've seen only the initial outbreak when they basically still look like people. Yeah, and then we've seen one that's grown into a wall Got when they it. break into okay. the fireflies. So we haven't Got in the that, trailer that. in the like coming next week we see our first one, yeah. full formed one. Um but we haven't seen those yet. Uh from the trailer they look pretty spooky. Um but I think uh I'm I'm excited. I wish I wish they just would have dropped all the episodes. <laughs> I wish it wasn't like they did the Netflix and I was like fuck I want to keep watching it. I wish I almost wish they would have got a little bit further in the first episode. Than just leaving the city, yeah. Um, because when I saw ninety minutes, I was like, "God damn, we might actually get like a a solid good plot going." But did that? Um, the girl playing Ellie, I think she does a good job. I know a lot of people are banging because she's not as she's like, you know, she's from the Islands, so she's not exactly the prettiest girl ever because people make fun of her a lot. Um, but I think she did good. I liked it. She made me laugh a bunch. Like, because you know how you can mm-hmm. have, like, dialogue that's funny, but it's not funny according to how someone portrays it? Yeah. Like, telling a joke. Like, to me, like, some of the lines that would kind of make you chuckle because of her response, like, made me chuckle. And it, it didn't mm-hmm. feel cheesy. kind of felt natural. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's the best part about it. Like, if she's going to say fuck you to someone, it better sound like it's natural and not just a line. Um, But I'm obviously curious about seeing how, like, the rest of it goes. Because nothing was overly dramatic or anything. Well, um, yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. So 
I'm definitely interested in the second episode Sunday. Whenever it goes live on the HBO Max. You're my guinea pig. Yeah. So so keep watching and, and keep letting me know. I will. I mean, maybe I hope, I hope it's good. Maybe I'll replay the game before, uh, before I start watching. Well, that's the again. thing. It's making me want to play the game, but then I probably should play Uncharted first, even though they're separate games. But it makes me think, like, we talked about last week a little bit how, like, you said that, like, Tom Holland maybe was... I don't remember if this was on the show or off the show. What might be is a good young Nathan Drake, but not a good older Nathan Drake. Yeah. They should do an Uncharted TV show now. Like, you did the movie to kickstart the franchise. You want to franchise it? Make a TV show. Yeah. And this show, and it's sponsored, like, obviously, you watch the credit scenes. It says, like, Naughty Dog and Sony being a part of it because it's their IPs or whatever. But I'm just like, yo, do this right now with Uncharted and make a... (laughs) You could definitely do it with Uncharted, um, just because, like, there's so much history and like things in the game. You could really like create a cool story and expand it and have it go a little bit slower paced. Yeah, and then like go through the stages of a worldwide treasure hunt or whatever. Yes, like, exactly. To go and stuff, and and then grab an AK and popping dudes, which is one of my favorite parts when I played it. Because um, that's like that's like the one thing about those types of movies that I like don't like is that like you're 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 in Dubai one second and then you're in Britain the next day and then you're in South America the next day all in like a two hour movie yeah and it's like if you had like more to expand that in a show I think it'd be a lot cooler yeah because I, I I do appreciate that game even like the Assassin's Creed games that dealt with actual history like using it. Mm-hmm. In itself, I think that's always fun and cool and adds a, a realistic touch to it. And I, I was just, as I was watching, I was like, damn, I was like, do, do a TV show next, HBO. Get this one, get this one. You already got this deal, get another deal. I think that'd be really cool. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I <laughs> Speaking of guinea pigs, I was like, should I guinea pig myself and watch Velma? And I'm like, no. No, I can't do it. I watched... I don't know. I don't think. I don't know if we want to dig into that much. I saw a little review video of a guy, a British dude. I can't remember his YouTube channel. He was like, "Yeah, I watch Velma," and then at the end, he goes, "So, am I gonna watch Velma and see how it plays out? Because maybe I judge the episode too much." He goes, "Fuck no, it's a bloody disaster." Like <laughs> I just went off on it. I was like, "Yes." It's kind of sad how they can come out with two shows at like the same time, and one of them is is getting really good reviews and one of them is being called like the worst trash to come out in a long time. Yeah. And from everybody, like there's not a side that's defending it either in the, the woke non woke spectrum either. Um, I think the problem is the show has zero identity. Like it's trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. Cause some of the jokes, like watching the trailer of seeing some scenes I've seen, like just fall flat. Like I'm kind of like, Oh, that was like, maybe I don't even want to say it was funny 10 years ago. You're kind of like, wow, that's the joke. You know, like, this is an HBO show? This shit yeah. should be on, like, Cartoon Network. Um, And then, like, obviously the race flopping and all that jazz. Uh, what you could just voice the characters differently would be fine. But, yeah, I think it, it's stupid and just a meaningless show altogether. But, yeah, it's funny. It's funny how the opposite, because everybody's really scared for The Last of Us. But Last of Us is doing good because it's, it's doing the adaptation right. Velma tried doing a spinoff. Just make a different show. Um, a spinoff no one wanted, or, or a retelling that no one wanted. 
that can't even retell its own story correctly because it's just a bunch of cheeky, like cheesy jokes and shit. Um, interesting. That's fun. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy is coming out in February, and uh, I cannot wait. People, people aren't liking it. Does look like a cool game though. I'm not gonna lie. Like as far as it goes, everything I'm reading about it sounds like it's gonna be really fun. A really fun interactive open world game. It's single player only, but I think that's very good because it allows you to get immersed in the game and just play. Um, only downfall I say is it doesn't have Quidditch. So if you want your character to play Quidditch, they didn't have that yet. Maybe that'd be a DLC coming. Um. So so why are people not liking it? Just because of J.K. Rowling's uh, takes on life. Uh, even though she's super feminist, she's anti-trans to an extent. I don't know if she's full-blown anti-trans or she's just anti-trans in all this, like, guy pregnancy, you know, the stuff that's going above and beyond. That's, mm-hmm. you, know, uh, the, you know, when we joke about, like, the patriarchy wins again when, like, a trans woman wins a like the swimming like the swimmer and shit like she's very anti against that stuff and then she i think she made stuff out the pregnancy or whatever so they all hate her for that and this game comes out even though like the only way she's really only involved because it's her ips and she created the world that's it She's not writing the game. She's not. I don't think she's wrote the game or whatever. Like, I think she's maybe get points on the history because obviously there's not a lot of this game takes place in the 1800s or like 1890s or something like that. So almost a hundred years prior to Harry Potter, uh, when Harry Potter takes place, which is in the 1990s. Um. So they all think like if you if you support that game, you support her views because you support her, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so essentially if you buy this game, you're, uh, you're turf, you're anti-trans, whatever you want to word it. See, I am all those things and I, I don't even like Harry Potter, but I'm buying two copies of the game. I, you know, this is just when it all goes like too far, you know, where it's like, it, it is a video game at the end of the day. It is this world. And I, I understand all that, but like. It's still a video game at the end of the day. Like, it, no one's no one's affected by it if someone's playing it. Well, well, then the big thing is they're thinking like anyone who buys this game, you can't be an ally if you buy this game. Blah blah blah. And and the thing is, if you like, you just now saying that, like, did you, did you really not know? Or were you just asking me to get the conversation going? No, no, I knew exactly why. Okay, no, but the well, yeah, because I bring that up because there are people who don't know. Uh, like our good friend of the show, Austin, when we talked about in our group chat, he he didn't know because some people don't pay attention to Twitter, let alone all this shit, right? So like, there's some people who don't know anyone's stance on anything that are probably playing this game just because they're Harry Potter fans. I heard there's people that don't even play video games that are buying it because they're just Harry Potter fans. Yeah, I can see that. You know, Harry it's, Potter fans are nuts. It's just all like the girls with the the deathly. Hollow tattoos somewhere on their body. Yeah, they're all getting every copy of this game for every console there is. Yeah, it, it like this is like one of the biggest fan groups ever, and you're gonna give them a game that they can literally live the Harry Potter world in. 
You know, like there, you can either go to the theme park in Universal, or you can play this video game to get as close to the world as you physically can. You know, they're not gonna say no to it. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's some crazy shit. I might buy it, especially because it it comes out on next gen first, maybe. Nicole is a big uh, Harry Potter fan, so and I thought the game looked good, and as long as the reviews before the game comes out are not bad or there's not glaring or going on. No, uh, I'll end up getting it probably. It'd be funny cause you're playing it. And then she's like, she's giving you the lore as you're playing it. She's like, no, you got to do this. You better study that book. No. <laughs> um, I was going to say, as you were saying review, some people think maybe, you know, especially with the way game journalists are these days, this, give it, bad it might get review of, bombed just because well, of this. You know, I, I'm not worried about that because there's trusted people I listen to on YouTube um, that I know are not biased any one way or another, and yeah. they give honest reviews. Like true, you know, true gamers, who, true gamers that exactly. dedicate their content like, to the craft. Like buy rent. Uh, yeah, buy wait. rent. Wait. Yeah, he's he's a really good one. There's a few others that are really good that I always listen to if I'm always on the fence about a game. And so all these other like uh, fucking weirdos at Kotaku or IGN <laughs> or wherever the fuck they are, uh, you know, they can go kick rocks because yeah. it's, you know, you shouldn't be ba- you shouldn't be uh, reviewing anything based on outside. What sources. One person, yeah. Yeah. I, I would say too, like, I think one of my favorite ways though, to even like not even review games to an extent is watch just like, Maybe a little like a little gameplay video, just see how the game plays. It's well, a good gamer. I'm not just watching anybody play, you know, because that's that's tough. But just to see how the game actually plays outside of a review and whatnot too, and and then see if I really want to play it. Like, oh, oh, it says press try. I hate fucking pressing triangle button. Fuck this game. Fuck this game. <laughs> there are too many button presses. But yeah, um, cool. Do you have? Anything else that you may have thought of? Um, no, no. Um, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, J.K. Rowling is not the problem. She's a normal person, and she made a series that got millions of kids to read, which is a good thing. Oh, for and sure. the people who oh. are—I forgot. We gotta let the people know there is a guy who is taking Harry Potter books, scratching the J.K. Rowling name off the page, taking the binding like the cover off, and rebinding them with like a custom-made cover, and selling these things for like 150 bucks a pop with like used Harry Potter books that he's buying, or people are sending him the book. Dude's just bringing in bags, according to how many people are doing this. And I honestly hope the guy doesn't side with the people. He just found a a, a link in the matrix to be like, damn, I'm going to make money off of this. That would be the, the optimal solution. Dude, for sure. Oh, I hope that well, one does. Honestly, like, I, I doubt he's, is he making a lot of money, though? I, mean, I don't, don't know. know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I would say, like, I would say that it's getting popularity now because everyone's talking about it because everybody found out about it that there are people who are thinking about it, unless, like, the little brain's kicking in and they're being like, you know what, maybe spending $150 on a $20 book isn't exactly 
worth it when I could just cross out the name myself, even though it doesn't matter. Like, I still that I mean that's stupid too, right? She still got the royalties from the book, and you're still reading the story that she created, which is no different than enjoying the story that she created in the game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, People are it, weirdos. It's, it is. It is. That's that's my key to this. Like that's what I bring to this is like there's there's the amount of weirdness and stuff that just is like too far where it doesn't make sense anymore. Like you're not doing anything. Like you're just you're having trouble because everybody else is enjoying shit. Like that's what it is. Because no one's no one's no one's getting hurt by it. No one's getting hurt by anything. This game's gonna do well. I hope it's awesome. I hope it's a good game. I really do. Um. Also, just found out uh, Vikings GM expects Cousins to return next season. Headline in ESPN. Well, they'll uh, lose in the playoffs again if they make the playoffs. So, yep. Good luck, boys. Good luck. Um, Dallas signs additional kicker. Did the Chargers coach get fired? Focus on improvement after playoff. Oh no, he's still there. Okay, never mind. Chargers still have coach. Cowboys got a second kicker. Kirky's back next year. Uh, we will. Watch uh, Last of Us Part 2, or not, Episode 2, whatever. Playoffs this weekend. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, Bringing you on whatever the hell happens in the next week. Bye. Bye.